0: Anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. Hey, oh, 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 How's
1: it going? I'm Joel Edmiston.
2: I'm Cody Crane. I'm Chris George. And we got a new
1: guest with us today. Hi. How are you? What's your name?
3: My name is Ryan Quinn. Thank you so I am m- the uh, fourth member of this uh Yeah, this we soul, all have one soul. thing
1: in common. We love
2: Survivor. And bacon.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, Ra- I guess that's incidental, but yes. But Ryan is our uh, fourth person from our fantasy pool that we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, during uh, Island of the Idols. Mm-hmm. Island versus Idols. Sorry. The infamous the, Ryan. Yeah,
3: the Island versus the Idols. Yep. Mm-hmm. The second yeah. place in that second place yeah Uh, after who who was uh, it that won again
4: i actually haven't checked who was it that won
1: can we i don't uh, anyone want to remind us i forget who was it it was me chris underwood (laughs) 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 it was me tommy it was
4: tommy tommy won that
1: um so today we're going to be doing our our draft for season 40 this is our first sort of official season 40 episode we've been talking about a few other seasons uh here and there um Containing cast members of this cast, but this is our first time talking all cards on the table. Season forty is upon us. We're, we're gonna l-
2: break down the cast, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do our fantasy. We're gonna picks do our fantasy draft but all before your ears. Yeah, this
1: is. I mean, it's uh, it's it's incredible that Survivor has made it this long, but it's also incredible that we that it's basically the first reality TV game show. But it's the first one that is doing this like. All winter season. What does this mean, yeah. T- guys? I mean, maybe. Ryan, I guess that's true. Yeah, Ryan, why don't you why don't you tell us uh, first of all your history with Survivor and what what does a season forty winter season mean to you as a Survivor fan?
3: My history with Survivor, uh, I watched it when I was a kid and then lapsed for maybe twenty years. Mm-hmm. No, it couldn't be 20 years. No. 20 years. At 20 no, years it was 20, 20 years. So maybe about <laughs> 17 years, <laughs> yeah. something around 17 years. It was 20. Uh, until uh, Chris George got me back into it. in That's a In uh, a quid pro quo if he would get into fantasy soccer. And since then... I didn't know uh, that you
1: guys did that, too. Yeah? You yeah, join? yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. So the the Premier
3: League's heating up, Survivor's heating up. Can you up. choose There's Ethan's a lot Zon? of leagues I'm very excited to <laughs> <No>. come second in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: So uh, what? Like, w- did you guys ever think this would happen? An all winter season? Absolutely not.
4: I did every every season. Every
1: season
2: you thought <laughs> that it did. I was like, oh, all this the is winners an all are back. Season, right? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, All-stars, all stars, all of them. <laughs> Beauty, bronze, and brains again. Damn it, <laughs> they're all back. No,
1: he just watched every season as if it was an all winter season. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember that? Super invested. It really gets
4: you uh, jiving with the characters,
1: <laughs> Chris. Were you excited when you heard?
4: Uh, yeah, I was really excited. I I did expect um, an all winners, even though Jeff Probst had repeatedly said that
1: not going to happen. Yeah, and w- we couldn't get uh, all the good ones. There's not enough good ones.
4: Blah uh, blah, I, blah. Yeah, I will say I am disappointed that that some winners are not in in this list, but uh, I am so very excited for the season. I would be more excited for the season if there were a couple uh, people who were who were replaced with other people.
2: Who's missing?
4: Uh Chris from season nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may be biased since I am a Chris, but I don't want Chris Underwood, so I can't be that biased. Uh, sorry, Chris Underwood. I know you're a big fan of the podcast. Um, well, but you you're a great win. Not as much as Candace
5: Woodcock. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I love Chris's win so much. I think he he is one of the best winners, in my opinion. He he goes it's an
1: interesting win for sure. Yeah, it's, he, it's a similar win to Danny Boatwright.
4: Yeah, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's in the minority, and he's in the minority in such like. I mean, they're really pushing the gender narrative. This is Van Watu Season 9, for those who, who don't know. Spoiler alert. You, I just ruined that for you. Um, but uh, he's, down, he's down 6-1. He makes it... He's almost eliminated first. He should have been the first boot because he absolutely is the worst at the challenge, and he loses the, the first challenge single-handedly for his team. And then he forms a strong alliance and doesn't get booted out. And then runs that alliance and also puts everybody in his alliance more on the chopping block than him once they've merged. And so systematically his alliance gets torn apart and he is still safe because of the relationships that he makes. Uh, And then he's down one to six. There's a family visit. His wife comes and participates in the challenge and and uh he loses the immunity challenge and he's like I'm going home I'm going home and all the the six women who are who are left they're they're like oh we feel bad for him like we can't we can't do that to his wife to make his his or or his girlfriend at the time um, his girlfriend f- would feel so bad for like getting kicked out.
1: God, we, this is you're you're taking a while on season nine. Man. Hey, I love it. You're you're you're, this you're is, getting into the minutia, all the, the pen, pedantic pedantic details of somebody who's not in the the, the season anyway, we're talking my about. My first right choice
4: could you is talk, Chris. Could you speak <laughs> Chris Dority.
3: Could you
2: speak on Rory a little more? It's like okay, he almost got, and then you go get to get the family visit. No, it's classless. No. It's this is a good question though, Ryan. Who who would you have liked to see? Uh, honestly, I would have loved to see Natalie
3: White return. Mm. Uh, I am such a sucker for uh, people that maybe the fan base hasn't given them their due over the years. Me too. Me too. Uh, that's what makes me so excited for quite a few of these winners yeah. who have seen mm-hmm. some some real public backlash over mm-hmm. their wins. So I would have loved to see Natalie White come back. Uh I also would have loved to see Fabio come back. Mm. Uh same reason. I mean same I reason. I think Survivor works best when it's a group of very mixed personalities, very differing game styles. Some people styles. have stuff to prove, some
1: people don't. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, and
3: I think we're we're robbed of Fabio. Yeah. I, and for a 100%. similar
1: for a similar reason, uh, the person that I'm going to I'm going to stand up for here, maybe if you asked me at a different time I'd stand up for somebody else. The person I would have liked to have seen and Survivor 40 is Chris Underwood for that reason, because he would have something to prove. Wow. It would be, wow. Yeah.
3: I, I want to argue against that, and I can't because of the point I just made. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no one wants to see Cochran.
4: No. No. No, we've seen enough Cochran. He's boring.
2: But
1: and it, and accumulati- accumulatively, at all the reunion shows, we've seen another season
4: of yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, though... And I, his archetype's uh, been bested by Christian.
1: Yes. You think so? But well, Christian didn't win. He has Christian my didn't win. Uh, my yeah, thing Christian is, because uh, I'm not
2: choosing Cochrane. That's not my person.
1: You didn't even watch Carey Mullen.
2: No, I, I, I don't know. But... Jeff, obviously, he thinks that Cochran's the best winner, is what he said in the past. He's wrong. So I'm not saying he's right, but if you're doing an all-winner season and picking the ultimate winner, you would think if this person is truly in the conversation, then that would be a person that people would want to see back. Um, But my person would be Hatch, Mm, because the last time we saw Hatch, he bit a shark that was biting him. Yeah, that's the best moment of All-Stars. That is the best moment of (laughs) All-Stars, for sure. And imagine the conversation of Tony and Richard Hatch. I want to know what Hatch would do in this season. (laughs) I have no idea. It'd be so unpredictable, and that would have been fun. But that's not who we get. Instead, we get these great winners. Still 20 great winners. True.
1: So, Yeah, so how are we going to do this? We're going to basically get right into the draft, and as each person is picked, we're going to talk about them. And then the ne- then we're going to go on from that. So, I mean, we're all different people, so we have no idea how this is going to go. But the first up is going to be Chris, and then Ryan, and then me, then Cody, and then it's going to snake around for the people who don't know fantasy ro- rules. It's going to go Cody again, then Joel, Ryan, Chris. Chris,
2: and, and you get it. We randomized this order. We randomized well the
1: it. order. Um, guys, you... Think we should just get into it,
2: or is there well, anything you want to say
3: before we get into it? Uh, should we explain how the scoring works and why we're choosing certain yes. people because it is not right. just based on placement? Mm. Yes,
2: um, so with Fantasizer, it goes based off of challenge wins, confessionals, surviving tribals, advantages, advantages, advantages. and you get points for winning, as and well. points for winning, yeah, and, and points get...
1: off for first boot, right? Uh,
2: I don't believe so. no. Oh, okay. No, 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 I'm no. I'm a dumbass. So yeah, people, you don't lose anything for getting booted out. People okay. that are going to edge in this season, since that's a big thing, could still get you a lot of points just because of confessionals, confessionals. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and and confessionals, I learned this season, are helpful.
4: Well, you get like one point per confessional, and then like five points for a challenge. So generally, you'll you'll have if you're the like narrator of the episode, you'll get more confessionals than you would have if you won the challenge, right? Right. Yeah. So that you also get two points. Ooh, we also get two points for a voting confessional, and you get three points uh, if you say the title of the episode too. So right. that's that's another breakdown. If you're not doing fantasizer, you should with your friends, and then listen yep. to merge boot uh, together.
2: We'll put a link to fantasizer in the description of this so that you can set up your own as well, mm-hmm. um, and then message us uh, how you did. If uh, your team was similar to one of ours, or if you absolutely hate one of us and love one of us, tell us. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, Chris George, you want to start it off? Uh,
4: I'll start it off. I, I'm happy that I get to go first because I get my favorite player, um, but I'm bummed because I've, I'm i going to miss out on a couple who I want. But, they're hands down, there's no other person who I can choose other than Kim Spradlin.
2: Oh, my God. Okay.
4: Kim Spradlin uh, is pretty much my favorite winner of all time, uh, tied with Chris, honestly. she She's... She's so dominant in her season. Um it's just magnificent to watch. I know you you you've talked about One World mm-hmm. in detail on another podcast so we don't have to get into it uh, too too much, but I did think
1: that we didn't talk enough about her chances in 40, so we can talk more about yeah. that right now.
4: She uh, I don't know how well she's going to do in in this season to be honest, but I'm picking her because I want to root for her that badly and I like her as a player that much. And I'm hoping that she'll be able to
2: pull it out. Well, what the reason I love this pick, um, I love Kim as well. Me uh, too. But mm, absolutely. it's a person that reading these interviews that people are talking about, they're not talking about Kim. They're talking, talking about, about Sarah. Sarah. They're talking about Parvati. They're kind of like going. I think Kim can fly under the radar, which is so surprising yeah. because of how iconic of a winner she is. And also, the built in relationships that she has going into this thing mm-hmm. are going to really come in handy. I know she and Tyson are really close. Yeah. Which the, is. They'll
1: play poker, her, Tyson, yeah. Rob. Adam Klein, and I think, the wizard. I think
4: Jeremy. Jeremy as too. well. Yeah. Jeremy? Yeah, yep. um, yeah I'm, I, I'm really hoping that Kim will do well. Uh, I, and I think m- maybe she she's going to do really well because her name's been popping up since the season's been filmed but not necessarily like a lot before like uh i don't know i don't know when jeff ranked his winners and i know kim was on there as like his top 10 favorite um and
3: she's a she's a white whale for casting as well right she's someone they've wanted back for yeah for years and time. years and because uh, she really only wanted to come back for this theme i believe yeah mm.
4: she's so charming she's awesome i i want to be her friend she just seems so cool and uh and I'm so excited. She's probably the person who I'm the most excited to see play again out of this uh, these, these, this 20. So Kim Spradlin is my number one pick.
1: Yeah. After I watched last week, uh, we, we, I finished watching uh, One World last week for the podcast. It wasn't the first time I watched it, but I was like, oh, no, like anybody who's smart would would get her out right away, blah, blah, blah. But as more uh, that the stuff com- coming out this week and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, people aren't I, I I think it's kind of she's laid low in the survivor community mm-hmm. the way she la- had laid low in the pre-merge of One World.
2: It's entirely possible that after a person like Sarah gets out, then people start turning their attentions now, to maybe Kim. She, maybe
1: she should try and keep Parvati and, and Sarah around. Then. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I think those two are really blocking Kim right now. Mm hmm. Um, and it also helps too that that
4: nobody really rates One World as that great a season. I mm-hmm. I know on a lot of people's like rankings, it it's it's low. I mean, it's low for me it's too. Pretty it's pretty low. Yeah. Great great winner, um, but
1: bad season.
4: Yeah, and so and so that almost detracts from her win uh, a bit in the minds of of like Survivor lore. Let's say it never has okay. for me, but uh, for me, she's always been probably the best, the most dominant winner. I believe mm-hmm. is her. Uh, and
1: I I th- uh, sorry. Uh, Ryan, uh, one thing I do want to say that I didn't say last week when we talked about One World is that maybe uh, I, everybody says, oh, uh, uh, Kim was on a s- season with a, you know, fucking a madhouse of uh, dummies and losers. I think like on on another. most of
4: pre-season
1: yeah, 30. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 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 but uh, at the same time, I think she makes a lot of them look pretty dumb. They're maybe not as dumb as she's making them look. Absolutely.
3: 100%. Yeah. I think uh, only downside for Kim uh, that I've seen in the preseason press uh, is that she said she's so excited to to play with a sense of freedom that she didn't have last time um, because she, she played a very rigid game because of the, the emotional she, things she was going through at the time. Um, the only sort of worry that gives me is like a, a little bit of a Tony 2.0 vibe. Is she going to come in and have too much fun right off the bat? She's right. going to run into and the And really jungle. play sort of loosey-goosey. <laughs> Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Kim is uh, an incredible first pick, but that's that's the only downside I can see.
1: Okay, all right, that's all on
4: Kim. Yep. Okay. She's the best. Ryan, I've already won.
3: What's your What's your first pick? So my first pick. Uh, I'm really excited to get this person. I was high on them before the preseason press, and now that the uh, interviews and write ups have come out, I'm even higher on this person. Uh, I'm choosing Tyson Apostle. All right.
2: Tyson. Oh, boo. That's a big pick. I
4: wanted Tyson. Tyson's the worst. He wasn't
1: going to be my first pick. Honestly. I wanted
4: Tyson.
2: After I thought he was going to be your first. we watched that interview right now, his interview is so good.
1: Yeah? He's mm-hmm. fucking charming as he hell. He
2: bumped up from like third, fourth round pick for me up to the, one of my first round picks. Wow. I, I was considering him because of the tactics that he's already planning. Um, he was talking about different lies that he wanted to do already talking about how people are writing down in a journal he noticed. So he's gonna say that he peeked over and saw their boot list. Um, he was talking about um, for Parvati, he was gonna tell people that she, um, that Aris told him that she only did it if she would get paid the same amount as Robin Sandra for Island of the Idols. And then
1: he said tw- 200k. That's how much it was.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's already planning lies that people cannot like prove wrong. <laughs> that's fun which is so fun
1: it the story is that aris was on the phone with whoever parvati's husband is from samoa being like oh i heard all this stuff about rob sandra and parvati so he's throwing three people on the under the bus all at the same time (laughs) so ryan talk more about why you picked him
3: yeah i think uh i think tyson's a great player he's played in very varied seasons i think he's one of I think three people in the cast list who's played with all newbies, half newbies, and all returnees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's shown every single time. I mean, he's clearly going to be a big threat out there, but I think he, uh, much like someone like Parvati, has this way of, of, of misting people, uh, of building these relationships, making people feel comfortable. And I think his sense of fun playing the game really translates to other members of his alliance. People love working with him, because he's a fun person to play with, and he I think he's a physical threat, he's a social threat, he's a bigger strategic threat than he's often given credit for. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the best in the history of the game. Uh, if Tyson takes this game seriously and doesn't sort of goof around, uh, I think he's a lock to make it deep, deep into the merge.
1: I, I, I think his game in Blood versus Water is one of the perfect games. Yeah, is, I, I think, the perfect. Game I disagree wholeheartedly I, yeah, you're with losing that statement. Now.
2: Uh, <laughs> I would say, but I here's my big prediction for Tyson in this, and I almost consider it a guarantee, because I think a big thing in this <laughs> is new school here's versus... Cody Crane guarantee.
4: <laughs> uh,
2: I think a big thing is going to be new school versus old school, and I'm already predicting that Tyson screws over old school. <laughs> like he did with Aris? Mm-hmm.
1: So you're so. just predicting he's gonna do the same thing he did last time.
2: Well,
4: because he's not very good. Yeah, so he has very gotta, little tricks in the gotta gotta book. R- he something. doesn't have a
2: bag of tricks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a bag of tricks. He's he. he There's takes only one the, man with a takes bag of tricks. And he adapts. crane's number adapts. one pick. He, he <laughs> knows he knows the game. He watches the game. And he, Absolutely. But, and he also watches it like the, when you hear him talk on RSAP about. Um, about the game. He watches it as an outside observer. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't make an opinion on the show. He's watching it like what's happening right now. Not like how do I feel about it, but like... What is going on? How? What's? Uh, how would somebody adapt to the, it's? It's?
3: It's. Uh, I think he's more
1: methodical, colder than you think he is. You know,
3: he's he's very cold, but he still plays with that sense of fun. Yeah, he puts exactly. others around him at ease. Yeah,
1: well, I, I talked about this uh, in our last episode we recorded, but he has that great monologue when Colton leaves when he's yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah I, yeah, I yeah. can't remember it word for word, but it's like pe- people have let this. A game ruin their lives or take over their lives, and that's not good. You have to he 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 strikes a great balance of somebody who's having fun with it, but also playing to win. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Is that everything we want to say about Tyson?
2: I think so. That's your favorite player gone. Gone. My favorite player gone.
1: You know what? I I expected somebody to take him.
2: Honestly, us two merge boot hosts, we lost our two favorite players.
1: Uh, I'm about to pick my favorite player. Actually, I have. I'm. I'm the next oh, no. up. I'm oh, about you've to changed
2: to your mind on your favorite player.
1: N- no, you go back, and I, I. I have two favorite players, and it's these two guys. Um, my first pick is Jeremy Collins. Yeah,
4: I yeah. knew that was coming. Yeah, you should cross the uh, the names. Out oh, you're right. Write, you're right. When we, good when idea. we write them, um, this is for our whiteboard. We're uh, logging everything down, we're, so we're it's, official. So it's written in whiteboard. Yeah. So, no changing it. Can't erase that.
3: <laughs> it's it's actually a, a giant stone tablet. Yeah. We're chiseling yeah. <laughs> names out of it as we go. Joel
4: is very impressive one-handed chiseling.
3: Left-handed yeah. too. Yeah. Um Jeremy I
1: think uh is going to be under the radar like under the radar in uh a way that's not quiet or um taken as, you know, um uh following along. I think he's going to uh really uh, people are going to underestimate him and he's going to go far and people are going to look around at final four or final five and be like, Oh shit, Jeremy's here. You know what I mean? I think, and I, and I think he's going to be our narrator this season. I, I, I think he's, he's, he's emotional, he's sensitive, but he's also smart and knows when to to keep his cards close to him. And I mean, I mean, the meat shield uh, strategy is, you know, uh, he, he perfected that strategy in my, in my opinion. Cody, I guess you haven't seen his winning
2: season, but you saw him in San Juan del Sur. Yeah, great pick. <laughs> no. And he's a huge narrator in yeah, San Juan del Sur. Is. I'm doing he, a rewatch he, of that right now. Yeah, he's, he's a big-time narrator. I think he's going to get a lot of confessionals.
3: I'm uh, I'm not high on Jeremy this season. To be this honest. season, no. Not this season. I think he's going to have a target. He's got one of the biggest targets on his back going you into think? this game. Everyone I... is talking about what a huge threat Jeremy is. And I think... He's got people who are not as big of a threat as he is. Who see him as a threat, they want to get out. And also in his meat shield strategy, he's got people who are bigger threats than he is that know that they are his shields and want him out.
1: Well, here's the thing: the people, but the people talking about this are these younger guys that he's going to be able to get, uh, like turn the older guys against. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be able to go to Boston, Rob, and Ewell or somebody, and say like. Who the fuck is Nick and Adam think they are, you know what I mean? And they're going to be able to turn, be like, yeah, you're right, let's just get them out. I th- I think he's going to be able to to like find his savage like that he had in uh Cambodia. It, while also like finding like his Spencer and his Tasha, you know what I mean? Like he'll be able to uh I I, I you know what I mean? He'll he'll be able mm-hmm. to adapt to the people coming after him.
4: I think he's I think he goes out uh Merge Boot.
3: Merge Boot? Yeah. Okay. So, that's a good call.
4: I think he's the, he's going to be the same sort of presence as Joe was in uh, uh, Edge of Extinction, and Joe went out kind of merge boot, right? I think it so. was it was merge boot, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they were wanting to get him out th- through the whole the whole thing, but they, he just kept winning challenges. Pulled a them. Chris Noble there, yeah, basically, yeah. He went home on his first
3: thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Jeremy's game relies on being able to fly somewhat under the radar. And I think after Cambodia, Jeremy cannot fly you under the radar. You think it's that
1: fresh in Pe- people's mind? Do you, do you not think people are going to be like, oh, it's Wendell and Sarah that are
3: going to be doing this? I think he's a much bigger threat yeah. than Wendell. Um,
4: much bigger presence.
3: Yeah. I mean, no one is talking about Wendell's win as much as... I as forgot how Wendell great- was in this cast until you said <laughs> his name. <laughs> That's how good Wendell's doing. <laughs> Jeremy is just such a prime target to blindside. All right, uh, well, I think it's a good fucking pick, all right? <laughs> yeah, worst pick of the night.
4: All right, Cody, what do you got?
2: Um. I mean, Joel, his favorite player is Jeremy, and my next pick's favorite player is Jeremy. I am going first overall pick for the reason that Chris just said, flying under the radar, being charismatic, being that Jeremy strategy. Boston Rock. I'm choosing Wendell. Oh, uh,
4: dang it!
3: It's a great
2: pick. I think it's a
1: good pick too. I, I, I he was on my list for sure.
4: Um, yeah, he was on my list of twenty.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he
1: made
2: your top, top twenty. He made my top twenty. Top twenty for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think
1: he's gonna make good and, relationships. And you
2: had Ozzy and Joey amazing on your top twenty. Yeah, so that's
1: really. <laughs> people something. are gonna want to work with Wendell. I think they're gonna they're gonna have seen a season and not been. Michelle's like, gonna. Yeah, well, it. we know about that, but um, but like people are gonna see his season and be like, wow, that that Dom he was he was a, a force to be reckoned with. But that Wendell guy, I like that guy. You know what I mean? I want I want I want to talk with that guy.
3: Yeah, I I think if it weren't for Dominic being on the same season, Wendell would be recognized as one of the best social players of all time.
2: I agree with that, mm-hmm. but I I think that looking at that season, I would have voted for Dom based off of as an audience member at least. I go back and forth. I go back and forth every day. I know when we did our fantasizer, it all, it all I depends. I picked Wendell
4: first, and I was really rooting for Wendell the whole time. But I really loved how Dominic
2: played. Until it all depends
1: this. what half the, what half of the jury you're on. You know? yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> Another big part, uh, you know, of me choosing Wendell here is until this season, I had only lost in Ghost Island, and that was oh, Wendell being yeah. picked first overall. <laughs> I will not lose out to him uh. again. <laughs> um.
1: What like? What else do you want to say about Wendell?
2: I I think we said it all. I, it's a lot of that Jeremy strategy of Jeremy being his favorite, and I think he incorporated that in his. But he's going to fly under the radar much better than Jeremy.
3: Absolutely, he has all the upside of a Jeremy without any of the downside, and mm-hmm. he's yep. damn good at puzzles. Yeah, yeah. All
2: right. So's Rob.
1: He he's got good. Edu- you know what? I I I think I had a dream recently that Wendell comes back from Edge of Extinction. Oh. Nice. Spoiler uh, alert. (laughs) Jill (laughs) dreamed it. All right. So we're done on Wendell. Who's your next pick, Cody? Uh,
2: My next pick after that. Oh, two in a row. uh, It's killer, huh? Um, I see that Tyson and Jeremy there, and I'm seeing, like, friend groups here, and I want to get in on that friend group. I see the Kim. I see the Tyson. I see the Jeremy. I think we need a Natalie Anderson up in here. (laughs) (laughs) I think I need in on this friend group.
1: Oh, fucking hell, you bastard.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, you knew Joel wanted her, too. <laughs> um, I did tell Joel that I was going to take Natalie if Tyson was gone um, in the first round. Hey. Tyson and Kim, I said. And they both were taken. Yeah, he warned you. Yeah. So, yeah, and I chose Natalie. I I like uh, Natalie a lot in this. And I think that if that friend group is taken out, she's going to be the one lower on the radar than the Kim, than Tyson and the Jeremy. I think. Um, I, I
1: can't talk right now because uh, you took my pick so I I'm I'm trying to figure out who I'm gonna pick next. You guys talk about Natalie, but just just know that Well Natalie's, why don't you talk about Natalie's, why you wanted to pick Natalie? Yeah, Natalie is probably my winner pick. She I think she's gonna she's she's gonna go um, physical, strategic, social game. Like she's gonna be there the whole like doing it the whole time she's just gonna for the first part of it she's just gonna be like winning challenges for my team winning challenges for my team and then merge comes she's gonna be pushing people forward and you'd be like like cheering people on you're like you're gonna win you're gonna win and then starting to take them fucking off yeah and and i think she's gonna be really smart about once they figure out that it's of extinction they're gonna she's gonna be really smart about um uh how she's gonna she's gonna plan ahead on how she's gonna take people out when they come back in final six if she's still around
3: She's she's just such a great back against the wall player. I mean, her idol play at the final five of San Juan del Sur is maybe one of the most impressive moves it's of Survivor history. move, yeah, it's incredible.
4: Eh, she's fine. Oh
2: my god! <laughs> uh, but she, she and Jeremy are on the same tribe, so keep this in mind. She's one of the only people to met ma- to make it that late in the game without getting a little love. <laughs>
1: You see, he said this last time. It makes no fucking sense. I don't know what that,
2: that whiteboard felt so, because they are so mad. Mistakes. We're
4: throwing things That's my in favorite challenge in any season. Uh, and she
2: doesn't get it. Her loved one gets out first day. So she doesn't get to have love, and everyone else that's still in the game does in that season. So think about that. Think about that for a second no. and what that's got to do to a mind.
3: Okay? I'm thinking about it.
2: And I think uh, we got our first round. We got part of our uh, second round.
3: And maybe we'll
1: take a small break. What? Oh, you want to pee or something?
2: I do want to pee. Oh, okay. You we can, better be, pause you can be honest the computer about crashes it. Again. Okay. And we're
1: back. Okay. Did you miss us? Um, <laughs> I may be... So, I'm next. And uh, I'm sixth, and I'm not going to go again until 11. And I really want this next person. Um, and you may think I'm an idiot for taking our second round, but I... I really want her, and I don't know if anyone's going to take her. And I already think you're an idiot.
4: Yeah, this is the worst choice, but I'm glad you're taking her.
1: I'm taking Parvity Shallow.
4: Oh, that's not who I thought you were going to take. Oh. what did you think I was going to take I can't tell you. Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm ta- I'm getting parvity. I think...
4: Nice. First boot.
1: I don't think she- I think that she is smarter than that. I think she's really...
4: Um, she's great. I mean, she was almost the first boot in Micronesia, exactly, and won that. She was almost the first, first boot in Heroes, Heroes villain, Villains and yeah. almost won that.
1: And I did, I think, and I liked hearing her interview that I watched today. It, I think she's she's thought a lot about her threat level and how she's going to calm it down and who she's going to work with. I think she's she's ready to adapt. You know what I mean? She's ready to do what she needs to do. You know what I mean? And I, I think there there's negative things you can say about all three of Parvati's games. And I think uh, she 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 played three times in seven years, right? And I think 10 years away is perfect for somebody like Parvati, especially somebody that played that much. She's thinking that much about the game. She's on a, a tribe with Sandra right now, right? Am I right about that? No, no she's not. not. Oh, she's she's on, on with Rob. Rob. Yeah, I, bu- I, I, but I do think that she's gonna be able to, to, to put someone ahead of her as threats and just be able to be a tribe member, or, or just play from the bottom. Like she, I, I think she's gonna be able to, to pull this out.
4: I hope she does well. I uh, mean, me, me too. I, I, and this is
1: me being very hopeful. I just want her on my fucking team. Yeah. To
4: be honest, maybe I'm, maybe i Yeah. I, I just want to root for her. Yeah. I'm I'm worried that on the tribe that she's on she's with Rob and then she's with Jeremy Natalie but I don't know if Denise she's on with Denise and Michelle Danny Adam Ben Ethan that's the, that's her full tribe I just don't see her being able to mitigate that threat level in that group of people yeah. that's what I'm worried about.
3: I think people are going to have their guards up around her. I don't think she's going to be able to, but to lure people in socially yeah. as effectively maybe, as she But maybe she's going to be able to adapt.
1: Too. She's a mom now. She's a wife now. All three times she played, she was single and childless and in her 20s. Mm-hmm. And now, she, I don't know, things have changed. And I, I think that she's she's introspective. She's been part of the Survivor community. She's been, like pin, been paid to watch Survivor. For first by CBS for the, that long. You know what I mean? And she's she's interviewed survivors as they left the game. She you know, she she knows the game and knows and, and has that been also able to speaks be an, to her introspe- threat level.
2: Everyone knows this information.
1: I, I know. But you're a la- you, but even if you're coming into a season
2: uh, as a threat,
1: there are people that are going to be able to handle that well. Uh, sorry, not well, and there's people going to be able to handle that well, and I think uh, she's in the latter half of that. I don't know, to the, me, or, or so I'm hoping.
2: To me, uh, this is my perspective of the blue tribe, anyways, and if because um, I, I they look like a tribe that might lose too, mm. uh, quite a bit, and if I'm going to look at it, you're thinking about probably Rob, um, Ben, the Idol Finder, or Parvati going first, and so I'm thinking, do I trust Parvati's? What about Adam r- Klein? Um, I don't think Adam. Cl- I think Adam Klein's more, uh, likable, and he's also easier to get out later. I don't think he's a big challenge. Beast. I don't think he's a big threat to anyone either. Yeah, I. Yeah, but
1: it's in tribal stages. Don't you want to get out people that aren't going to do who, well for the challenges? Who
2: do I trust to actually build those relationships in the moment? I th- think I trust Rob over Parvati to build those relationships in the moment, just because people know what Parvati's game is. And I don't think people necessarily. I don't know. There's something about Rob that uh, the authenticity of it. He brings it up a little bit more naturally. I think.
4: Yeah, okay. I mean, since All-Star's
3: and, All Stars right, also,
4: yeah, Harvey's
2: one of my we'll, favorite we'll, players. We'll t- we'll too.
1: talk more about Rob.
2: Later, yeah,
3: I yeah. See. I have a few things to say about Rob, but we'll we'll save mm-hmm. that later. We'll save um, it up for the end. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or the next time Cody <laughs> picks
1: uh, uh, Ryan. Who so who number I'm, seven. I'm,
3: Between a couple here and... uh, Pick pick the first one. The first one? Yeah. I think I have to go for the more explosive choice. Uh, I think these two players are are pretty similar in in how they're likely to do in the game, but I'm thinking, who's going to get more confessionals at the end of the day? I'm taking Tony Vlachos.
5: Oh! Oh! Yes, Ryan!
2: Tony! And just so the folks at at home know... But uh, you two don't know that uh, Tony does have a little spy shack in the studio and chimes into the podcast every hey. once in a while. Oh. Hey Ryan,
1: thanks for thanks for uh, picking me so early. Wow, I didn't he, see
2: every- you over there. Everybody
1: else has been picking me last round.
2: He has a mic in his
4: spy shack. We have no idea where it's located. Hey, Tony, where are you? <laughs> Big fan. I wish I could have picked you. Hey, Chris, how's it going, man? Hey, oh, wow. He knows my name. He knows my name. Yeah, of course I do. That's amazing. I know <laughs> everything about you. Oh oh, 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 okay. That's a little... Okay. I got a
3: spice check every minute, man.
4: Oh, that's
2: a, a little, bit, little bit strange, but... I have um, no
3: idea where he is, and I'm very <laughs> intimidated right now. Him
2: and Rupert are the Statler and Wardle of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I think he's in there, too. Yeah. Okay. Don't say his
4: name two more times.
1: So, Tony Volachos one of my favorite TV characters of all time absolutely yeah uh
3: listen he's a he's a cunning strategic player i think when he went out there for game changers he was the biggest target everyone wanted his head on their mantelpiece i think he had (laughs) such a a poor showing Mm -hmm. i think his threat level has decreased exponentially because of that i think tony's gonna go out there everyone is gonna wait for him to Mm self-destruct i think in his preseason interviews he said that this time he's going to kind of go with the flow a little bit more. He has no huge overarching plans that he wants to enact. <laughs> I I think I think he's not going to self-destruct the way people expect him to and
2: uh I think he's going to go far. I I think you got a confessional beast no matter what. Absolutely um, yeah. At least for uh, and even on Edge. At least for if the if first he goes two to episodes. To edge, <laughs> Just Edge? You still have a confessional beast. He's looking for idols all over Edge. <laughs> the camera loves Tony. Yeah. And I I love the pick. I go back and forth on this with the threat level thing that you mentioned because I do think his threat level is lower, but I also think he's a terrible alliance member that you can't trust. Yeah, no matter how non-threatening he is, he's so hard to trust at all times. And Parvati's learned the hard way that if you take a goat that's that's pissing
1: people off along the way, they're going to be mad at you as well with, Yeah, with Mr. Hans.
4: Yeah, sorry, I got distracted because I was looking at the list and thinking about my upcoming picks, <laughs> and I was and I was thinking about confessionals because uh, the the people who I want I I don't think are going to be confessional people, mm. and um, that scares me. That's who I have in my head, so I'm I'm potentially changing on the fly.
3: I think when we look at this cast, we've been talking a lot about old school players and new school players. I also think that's a huge part of. What is going to make Tony do well in this season is that he can fit in with old-school or new-school players.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean, he's on a tribe with Sarah and Sandra and Amber. That's true. I mean, they are four big targets coming on them because of the relationship with Amber, the threat level of two wins with Sandra, and then, of course, I Sarah just playing such a great Game Changers game. I, I mean... He has a really good shot of lasting a long time. It's a crapshoot to me which one of those go first.
4: Yeah, and uh, honestly, I I hope Tony sticks around for a long time. I I think he's so much fun to watch. I uh, but I but I after just rewatching Kageon, I don't see him staying around for that long. And I and you're like, oh, he won't self destruct. Maybe for three days. I uh, it just seems. I don't know. I hope he can change, and I hope he can fly under the radar. But from, from Kagayan on, on the rewatch, I thought, man, this was even more erratic than I thought it was. And it, I thought it was pretty erratic when I watched it the first time. He
2: says, Kageyan's to six. Game Changers was an 8, and he's turning it to a 10, to season 40. In Game Changers, he was immediately looking for an idol, made it clear to everyone, and dug himself an underground bunker and got caught burying himself. (laughs) This is insanity.
1: Tony's not supposed to win Kai Gaon either.
4: Could he win?
2: That's true. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Could could he
3: just pull it off? You know what I mean?
4: I think he'll be fun. Come I think he'll be fun. On. I
3: think that's the big thing with this season, right, is all these people are going to want to have a fun season. I think there's going to be an overarching mm. amount of, of fun and joy in this season, or I hope so. And who's more fun and joyful than Tony? Absolutely He's nobody. Easily the person I'm most looking forward
1: to, watching him on this season. Yeah, And inter- just him, his interactions, his perspectives on everyone – Put it in my fucking veins (laughs) right now. Okay. We're good. We're good on Tony for now. Yeah. We'll probably come up later.
4: He's always there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I am (laughs) listening.
1: (laughs) All right. What's your pick, Chris?
4: All right. um, My, my eighth pick. uh, This is, this was, this is the person. This is my second choice. This is who I was hoping to get. Wow. I was hoping to get Kim and I was really hoping to get to watch this again, to root for this player. Um, they haven't played played again before. Uh they played they're an old school player and um they are going to tear it up. That's Yule. Mm, I'm picking yep. Yule as my second pick, pick number eight, it's a drafted great pick. eight. I love Yule. Again, I, I think Yule was another dominant winner, uh, but he had
2: help from the God idol. All we've had uh so far of this season is a two-minute trailer, and he already has an iconic quote. Ryan, take it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well, what those, I, those fire it's, tokens. It's
3: what I love most about the fire tokens is that they add a whole new level of duplicity to the game. I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my favorite thing about fire tokens. If I had to choose one thing, it's the layers of duplicity that they add to the game.
4: Yeah, Yule's in on the fire tokens, and and uh, he's in on the theme. Um, I also read, read on Reddit somewhere that he he mentioned he was he played kind of reserved in his first season because he was worried about he was worried about the 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 survivor race wars which was the season that he was on cook islands sorry well I misspoke <laughs> um he was worried about he was worried about like the the the, eth- the ethnicity representation and he wanted to make sure that like he served his his culture well and and came across well and this time he he's excited to play without that sort of uh, reserve and that clip of him screaming in the uh immunity challenge in in the two minute trailer is um is very exciting oh,
1: it's it's something to behold
4: yeah yes you'll uh, i'm and again this is this is a player who i've wanted to see play again since he played because he's so smart and hopefully he can find his footing well enough and and use his uh social prowess. Uh, even if he doesn't have uh, the god idol at his disposal, I
2: think that his win was more than the god idol, and I think a lot of people oh, for place sure. it on that. For sure, I oh, think he makes he makes moves uh,
4: outside. Of, just I think idle, yeah. he and How he uses the... it is great. Like you use the tools that you're given. Right, mm-hmm. the theme's not on trial. Uh, the mm-hmm. the game is on. Like whatever whatever Thank is you. in the uh... war dog. <laughs> war dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, war dog is my pick number nine. <laughs> um, nah, shoot. Yul navigates the game. Um, Better than everyone except for one person that's still left, so I'm not going to mention it. Ozzy? Ozzy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... The what, ultimate what, final two. That, like, so you were worried about Yule's confessional count, maybe?
4: I was worried, yeah, uh, but I think... Well, like um,
1: He can be a narrator, though, you know? He can, and... Him ta- like, him talking through would be a good way to, for them to be like... Oh, well, how do you feel about Edge of Extinction? How do you feel about the the, the new layer of duplicity yeah. that Fire Token? He's very
4: concise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very concise. He's very succinct, and and he's and he's probably one of the most intelligent people out there. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, what worries me about Yule is is what you brought up about how he said. Um, I I think I might be quoting him. He said he he's really excited to let it rip mm. this time. Um, but isn't that what's that was after so his guest
4: star on Beyblade. <laughs>
3: isn't that what's so uh, alluring about working with Ewell Is that he's a he's a beacon of confidence yeah. and calm and composure. trustworthiness and composure. If Ewell really lets it rip, is he as attractive to work with as an alliance member?
2: I I think he's coming into this in general as a free agent. A lot of people mentioned that they haven't seen him since he won. Um, I think he's old school, but he could go with the new school as well mm-hmm. um complete free agency, even if he's letting it rip. I don't think he can ever hide his loyalty. Does he watch the show?
3: I believe he does, yes, yeah,
2: and he's he's only known as just being a very loyal player mm-hmm. reputation like that, and I don't think he's gonna go against loyalty even if he's letting it rip or whatever <laughs> uh. <laughs> I <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Letting it rip. I can <laughs> I cannot
3: imagine what letting it rip means for Yule. Yule Yule's
2: out for a rip. He's gonna peel I, back his skin it. and he's actually like a Minotaur. <laughs> I think he's uh he's positioned well to go deep in the game. I yeah. do. And I do, and I think he's concise enough to get those good confessionals I, to I'll, really tell what's going on.
1: I go back and forth, but I I'm a little worried about Yule. I I, I feel like he, he he might get caught up and maybe be like you know, get on the bottom and 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 get a little frustrated by being on the bottom instead of you know um, really making his case. Maybe. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh no, no way. He's way too cool, calm, mm-hmm. and collected for that. I, I'm
1: a, I'm I'm a little. So I'm a little worried about. It. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but well, well, I'm. I hope I am wrong. I, I hope nobody goes home. I hope it's. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, nobody will. <laughs> yeah, exactly Thanks, distinction. You got. Oh. Uh, you got your wish. All right. Enough about Yule. What's your next pick?
4: Man? All right. My next pick. This is tough. There's so many people left who I know I'm I'm never going to get the chance to get. Um, there's a lot of great picks. There's a left. lot of great picks. It's a good cast.
5: Good cast.
4: Uh, so my next pick is from the Blue Tribe because I ha- already have two Red Tribe members and I want to diversify. Uh, so that's, uh, that's just an arbitrary way for me to narrow down some people. Um, oh, but I want more people from the Red Tribe. No, I'm going with the... This player, um, uh, in, the, in the recent seasons, in in the seasons of 30s, this player, and I believe this player played a really good game, and I'm hopeful that this player can play a similar game. They uh, kind of a meat shield strategy. Um, they planned it out so that in Final Six, it went boom, 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 one, two, three. He took out the threats, and he won it all. Adam Klein.
5: Fuck.
3: Wow.
2: You took... Uh, that was going to be my pick. Adam Klein. Is... I thought I was going to be able to last it.
1: I really don't feel good about Adam Klein in this neither. season. Me neither. At I all. Really, I, I do. For whatever reason, I'm, I I have a bad feeling about well, Adam for Klein. For one,
2: he's going to be a confessional beast just because he's going to get the fan role of I can't believe I'm playing with all these players. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be driving that narrative home the whole time also he's very likable he goes to all of the things but he doesn't have exact attachments either which i think makes it possibly a first boot because they're like oh everyone likes adam that's my prediction that's what i'm worried that's my prediction that's the only worry but if you get past that first boot with him i think you could go deep and i and i'm i'm hopeful that
4: since boston rob and parvati are on his tribe he should be able to manipulate that into uh into into not being first out and and i i really appreciate adam's game and i think he played a really good game uh he he was pretty adaptable um ryan shaking his head
3: i absolutely do not agree with i you. I, I, I agree mean, with you completely I,
4: I haven't rewatched uh millennials versus gen x yet on i've been doing a, a rewatch of all the seasons um i haven't gotten to to his season yet and I was hoping to rewatch everything just to 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 reflect on everyone's game, but I can only go from from the feeling of my first watch. Is that he 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 was really adaptable, mm-hmm. and he w- was never really in a scrape. And I'm also thinking that like people will remember his win uh, as an emotional win as well because of because of that like the heartbreaking. Uh, moments with with his mom and talking about his mom and his family and and that's what i remember from the from the finale of that is is the over like the feeling it, it made me cry um watching the finale it was just so yeah. heartbreaking and touching um and then therefore his st- the strategic game that he played uh, might get kind of he can kind of hide a little bit
2: i i agree i th- i think um The big thing with Millennials versus Gen X, I watched this season very recently too, is um, I think that the situation with his mom and everything is more of a driving force mm-hmm. than it is why he won. I don't think it was like emotionally people chose him. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I don't um, but I think it was a big driving force. So just thinking about will he be driven in this and what will drive him to win this, possibly being the super fan that uh, loves playing with all of his players, I think that's the story he's going to have. Mm. Um, but I, I think that he goes deep. I think I think he does. I think he gets a lot of confessionals, oh, too. See, I'm I, regretting
4: this since Cody's backing it, but uh, I, I've already made the pick. Just- I like
1: Adam as like personally. I just think it, that let he 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 made some good moves to get to the end with the right people, but he makes some dumb moves along the way, emotional moves that are are overplays and I don't I think people are going to see right through him.
3: Absolutely. I think when we talk about about big moves and people who are too focused on always making the big move, always making the showy move. I think that's Adam, and I think if anyone is Uh a prime candidate to... Should have done a rewatch. I think if anyone's a prime candidate Mm -hmm. to implode this season and really make a big move for the sake of it that's going to ruin their game, I I think it's Adam. You don't
2: think it's Tony? No, I I don't
3: think because Tony has been there, and Tony has done that. Well I know Adam gets at least one
4: confessional so uh yeah I'm, it's in the trailer it's in the trailer baby I've picked picked people who've got confessionals in the trailer that's my team it's true <laughs> you did do that all right that's uh that's Adam klein i I I was really torn between some people and I'll and I'll say who I was torn with when they come up because I know I'm not gonna get them but okay uh,
1: okay
3: Ryan uh my next pick is someone that maybe I could have gotten later in the draft but oh, they were is. in the trailer. And it is another old-school winner. I'm really excited to see them play again. Uh, and that is the Velvet Steamroller, Danny Boatwright from Survivor Guatemala.
2: Is that who you thought it was going to be? Uh, I was between
4: one and two, but I know I know Ryan loves Danny. Danny's your favorite player, right? Danny your is, favorite winner? Danny
3: is one of my favorite winners of all time. Yeah. I think her game is so criminally underrated. She goes into the merge in a minority in an mm-hmm. era of Survivor where being in the minority was still more or less a death sentence yep. for, for most players going mm-hmm. into the merge. She has who? She has Jamie. She has Gary. Uh, she has a couple other people. Um, and and she flips it. She works with, with Stephanie and she works with Rafe, knowing that she can beat Stephanie at the end. Um, I think she's going to fly under the radar at the start of this season. I think she's deceptively athletic. I think she's an incredible social player. She's adaptable. I mean... I think people have been saying for years that, that T-Bird from uh, from Survivor Africa needs to come back. To me, Danny Boatwright is an improved version of that same archetype nice. with way more winning potential. Uh, I'm really, really high on Danny going into this season. Mm-hmm.
4: She, I actually thought she was going to be your first pick because I know how much you like her.
3: I, I figured I might be able to hold off yeah. on picking yeah. her for a little bit. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: I I I I wanted to to grab her, but I just I, I came down and being like, I think sh- I'm just too unsure. You know what I mean? It could go either way. I think with mm-hmm. her, it could be just like people being like. Uh, like the easy sort of Michelle-like character in uh, um, Millennials versus Gen X. Oh, this is somebody we can all just agree on right now. Let's just mm. get it over with. You know what I mean? Like Because, you know, maybe she's not been around very much and stuff like that. But then again, you know, the, the relationships you make on the island are, are very important.
2: To me. I Absolutely. did have uh, just a key in my notes here. I did have Danny as my last pick. Oh, wow. <laughs> as the very last of the 20. You have
3: some terrible notes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no Danny
4: I think Danny's a good pick I I and I also think on the blue t- blue team I mean this could all be up in the air but uh, because it's a team with Jeremy and Natalie are so clearly a pair and our friends and Boston Robin Parverty have got to work together I think the other six on the blue team uh, Adam Ben Ethan Danny Denise Michelle are going to form into that that six and take take control because they're all kind of like not not associated with each other and so therefore they need to gravitate towards each other to stay alive rather than let these pairs potentially run run the blue tribe that's my that's my like guess on the breakdown of that blue tribe so i think anyone out of those
3: so the the pairs and the misfits yeah um
4: and i think danny danny and adam could potentially like link up and mm-hmm. and do very well together the mm-hmm.
1: only thing about danny that i will um say in the negative is that you know we don't see a lot of confessionals from her in her own season that she wins because th- apparently she purposefully mm. didn't give them much oh, yeah, in, yeah.
3: In <laughs> yeah. <That's> <laughs> <game>. <laughs> she she sort of obfuscated what her plans were even to the producers who were asking her yeah. questions <laughs> i can, um, I can respect that i mean it's a,
1: it's it's a great play, but it's not great for a fantasizer <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, Yeah,
3: that's fair, but I mean she did make the trailer she's yeah she's in the trailer this time around, and I think the fact that that is what most people know about her game, I don't think she can do the same thing again um. No, I mean I th- I think she's gonna be a louder character this time around.
2: What'd she uh, think about the added duplicity to the game? Of the fire tokens? Of oh, <laughs> the fire tokens.
3: You know, I don't know if she's on record with how she feels about the added layers of duplicity <laughs> that the fire tokens <laughs> offer to the game.
4: Oh I'm so happy I got Yule. All right. Uh I Speaking of bad.
1: Speaking of the Trailer, I'm I'm a little torn because all my players are on the blue team right now, but um I I just I want this guy. Um, I'm going with Ethan, Ethan's on fuck. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. That's, that's, uh, who I was between Adam and Ethan,
2: Gary Goldman himself. That's who I was like, I'm going to choose Adam and Ethan <laughs> in a row. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel Adam and
4: Ethan have, have kind of the same potential, but Ethan uh, has that sort of more experience to he's him.
1: He's got a redemption arc to do yeah. too. You know, And he's got a goat. Not, not just not life.
4: He's going to be a goat.
1: I think he'll go far and and maybe piss off some people because he's maybe overplaying I don't know you know what I mean i I can see him being like I'm old school I'm gonna play new school this time and then going way too hard and people being like what the fuck is going on with ethan you know what I mean you know give it to me give it give, give me all of it but like I'm like here's what I think of Ethan as well is that um he's this redemption arc not only did it was he pre-merge in uh in uh, all-stars and had like a big target on his back from the beginning mm-hmm. but also he's you know everybody thought we were going to lose ethan zon recently <laughs> like you know yeah. not yeah, that yeah. long ago um uh, uh he al- almost lost to cancer yeah pretty much and uh uh it's it's huge that he's back i don't think anybody thought he would be back because <laughs> of the health stuff
4: and he he is so likable He's just yeah, like, he's the
1: most likable winner of all time maybe. Like he's he's the, one he's he's, them, the, yeah. he's uh, the, he, the first and maybe only one that was, uh, won the game solely based off of
4: likability. Him and Fabio. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, I think that was yeah, Fabio was a different can of worms just cuz he was also up against two <laughs> knuckleheads. Yeah. Ethan, yeah, Ethan is is so likable. Um I think he's a
2: guaranteed final to six. go far yeah i think he's a guaranteed final six but ones. he
1: also has edge of extinction uh upside as well i didn't have a dream about him but i you know
4: it it could be oh, does thing. he come back at at merge or final six he, he could when does wendell come back
1: uh wendell in my dream came back at final six oh, okay nice so, so he, he comes so back he's at merge. merge return wow
4: again. he gets voted out before merge that no that doesn't track <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I'm thinking about Edge of Extinction. It's something we do need to sort of think about. I mean, obviously, it's all prediction. But how, how do these players adapt to that sort of thing? And I can see, you know, Ethan being, like, pissed off about it. You know what I mean? Like, him not maybe handling it correctly. But, you know, at the same time, you know eating up that confessional
3: time i mean i think i think ethan if anyone is going to thrive on the edge of extinction if he ends up there uh in his in his interviews he was saying you know i come from an era of survivor where we actually had to you know survive yeah that whole kind of thing (laughs) um which i think is kind of a, a a bad take when you're trying to work with these modern players yeah but i think if he does end up on edge of extinction uh, He really is going to thrive there, and I think he's going to be good like Chris, and back. he's going to be the mayor. <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it, it's funny uh, well, not to, and Boston. Rob could connect too. Uh, I'm talking about it, like it, with Br in his interview. He's like, I'm not going to be the guy that's like the old timer being like back in my day. He that's one of the first things he said. <laughs>
2: God, I want Boston Rob, kind of. Well, well you're, next. you're next. I know, I get Cody. two picks in a row, and then you get do you want, and, and then, then I get the wanna, goose egg. Do
1: you want to quickly uh, explain why you wanted Ethan? Because you told me he was your first pick recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I you was, told
2: me that too. I was thinking Ethan first overall, and I still was. Um, the Natalie relationships kind of trumped over it, and then the uh, Wendell and Ethan. I went back and forth, back and forth, but I think at the end of the day, Wendell's more of a confessional beast than Ethan is. Yeah uh but ethan i wanted those guaranteed points because i i really think there's no reason he doesn't go deep i really think that um and i'm disappointed uh not to have him and to for to have it just before my pick too this whole time i thought i'm getting ethan no this is it there's no
4: chance if i didn't pick adam i was gonna pick ethan and then one other person who hasn't been picked
2: uh yeah, but I thought I was gonna get Adam or Ethan. Yeah, because okay. I didn't think that uh well, was gonna. Take
1: so do you know who you are gonna pick? Two in a row. You got two in a row. <sighs> this is pick tough.
2: You are not gonna get him otherwise. This is tough. I know I won't get him. There is no way someone goose eggs me, Rob. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, Rob is guaranteed confessional points.
2: Yeah, and but you know what? I am gonna go with um I am gonna go with someone that I think's deeper. That's gonna go deep. And I'm gonna go with Denise.
1: Not good thinking. Nice, Denise. I, uh, I, you know what? Fuck. May, maybe if I had realized that Denise was still on the board, I would have uh, <laughs> picked, Denise? Picked, picked Denise. I'll trade you right now. <laughs> no,
2: I will trade you right now. No, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm chill with my pick on Ethan. On Ethan. I but like Eason my Denise. As, as, yeah, Ethan. Uh, uh, Rudy would call him. No that Eason kid, he better watch his back. I know some people. Rudy. Rudy's here, too. <laughs> yeah, the ghost of Rudy ghost is in the Spy Rudy. Shack. <laughs> uh,
2: Denise is kind of like um, one of the blind spots for me. It's the only season I haven't watched before going into this. Um, but I know Denise Fax. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Big, big book of denise facts over here big book of that denise uh, facts. Yeah, that he's he's shows, a that shows uh, uh, how
4: how denise how uh, influential denise is she's 12th pick and you haven't even seen her season i mean once
3: honestly you didn't even see it once yeah. every time i open a bubblegum wrapper i'm like oh there's
2: another denise <laughs> fact <laughs> bottom of a snapple cap <laughs> yeah.
3: oh denise
2: stop with the facts we know it all already Um, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, the idea of the Outsider Blue Alliance, too, that Chris was pitching, I was like, well, Denise is still left, and she was involved in that. But Ethan, Ethan might foil my plans and go with Boston Rob. It's true, he might. But Denise knows how to survive a tribal, as she's survived every single tribal in her season. Denise fact. That was on my Snapple. (laughs) Uh...
3: How many Denise facts are
2: there? Uh, there's at least 700 Snapple Caps in my uh, room. Oh, that's what they're all doing there. Yeah. Who's going to be Denise's Malcolm this season?
1: We know she's good with young guys. Ethan. That's a, that's a great question. <laughs>
4: yeah. I mean, I,
1: I I can see she's on the same tribe as Klein. I can see her linking up with him, but I can also see her like...
4: Everyone
2: wants a piece of Klein, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think of who I get uh, goosed on here. Before I make my last, oh, pick. you know who it is. Just think, yeah, I know. Well, can we
1: talk a little bit more about Denise's uh, um, upside as a therapist yeah. as well? I think it, yeah. I think she. Do, it's a good pick. I think she's got a good. She's uh, like uh, her second time, and the last time she played was you know over ten years yeah, ago. It's and she good,
4: and she and her season is five a, years ago is a great season, minus the fact that there's a canceled on it. Um, oh yeah. yeah. But, uh,
3: but she's a, an incredible listener. That's what's yeah. so attractive to work with her is she truly listens to the other people in her alliance. I can
1: see her like you know uh, listening to B- Boston Rob until he makes himself cry.
4: <laughs> and uh, honestly, I think Denise. Denise you're de- getting the best of me. <laughs> uh, I think Denise could uh, actually come in third because uh, her her final what? tribal performance. Wasn't wasn't the greatest. When Penner uh, calls her a bitch. <laughs> like she, she she plays a really good game and it doesn't. It's
1: true. Penner called, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it,
2: Penner oh said. Oh my god. But you Joel. notably say before that you agree with everything Penner doesn't yeah. say. You've said that say. on
4: record numerous times. <laughs> so Denise, we're sorry. But the three of us here love and respect you. I love Denise. Uh, except for Joel. Um yeah, no, but I, I think I think her final tribal isn't as strong as as her game her game is. And so if she's learned to correct that, great. Same with a lot but, of the winners uh, here, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony. Um, yeah, Tony. Tony. Uh, Rob, even. Yeah, well, final tribal's hard. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. You, you get a lot of... There's so much pressure. There's so much riding on it, right? It's natural to... to screw up Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i I really like denise's season i think it's a great season to watch um and and i think she she is a great winner of that season and even in a season where where it was malcolm's first season and everyone was championing malcolm and everyone was loving malcolm i think denise pops just as much as malcolm and played a better game so uh, she's 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 great you like my pick i was i'm uh denise was one of the people that i was most excited to see back on this list she was she was probably like top five people who i was really excited to see play again
2: i'm feeling good about my pick so i'm gonna bomb this next one what's the next one (laughs) um i this is the chris george mindset of i have two people that i love so much kim has already been taken but I have another person that I love so much. She's one of my favorite winners. I think she's going to go home first. But just on the off chance that I get to cheer for her this whole season, I am choosing Sarah. Sarah, yeah. I, Sarah Lucina. I, is that
1: who you thought I was going to pick when I picked Parvati?
2: Um No, actually, the person is still there.
1: Oh, I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's my next
2: pick. <laughs> <laughs> I needed Sarah just for the sake of how much I love her and want to cheer for her. Yeah, that's that's legit. And I
4: just rewatched as I know you did, uh, Mm -hmm. Cody. And And I did. And well, you know, but you called Denise a bitch. So (laughs) I didn't do it. Penner did it. Take Um, it up with Jonathan
1: Penner.
3: (laughs) You really need to stop blaming. Are you guys talking about
1: me? It's me, Penner.
2: Not your best. <laughs>
1: I'm here to tell a story.
2: Not your best impression, hey, Tony. Up your ass, Jeff.
3: Up your hey. ass. Up your
1: ass, Jeff.
3: Uh,
4: Denise. It, uh, on the subject of impressions, um, Ryan Quinn does a great uh, Dan Foley. Oh, no, Paul Giamatti <laughs> quoting Dan Foley.
0: <laughs> ah, uh, your mother. <laughs> How am I gonna be able to fit in the shelter? I'm a fat guy. It's not gonna hold.
4: <laughs> that's my favorite survivor impression that's, that Ryan does. It brings me endless joy, and I'm glad that I have it recorded now so I can set it as my ringtone.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Licina.
4: Uh, yeah, no. But as as I was saying, um, watching Kageon, I I I remember when Kageon first. Aired. Uh, my sister and I, we always pick. We always pick two people to root for, and she was one of the people after the first episode. And she was one of the people who I was rooting for. And watching her game in Kagayan, sure, she uh, gets duped by Tony, and there's the great confessionals between her saying, "I trust Tony. I trust him on his badge. That's not something you don't break his so, cop. I don't care about my badge." <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, she she plays a great a great game up until Cass flips on her. Mm-hmm. I disagree. You disagree?
1: Yeah, I think that she she gets goes on such a power trip on the merge mm. because because she's eh, "quote unquote in the middle where she's clearly not." And uh, she thinks she's literally th- says that she's the president. Yeah, and starts,
2: um, uh, but you know,
1: power tripping and pissing people off. It in was her, lesson in her, learned. Both alliances. Yeah. And
2: when I when you picked Yule, I was referring to Sarah mm-hmm. as the as the other best person at navigating the game. I think the two of them navigate the game better than phew, she. A she, lot. she has a, she has a great she, her win
4: is really great, and I I'm looking forward to seeing her play and i hope she goes far but but judging by the the preseason you guys have been talking about she's not gonna
3: i i don't think she's gonna be able to replicate uh anything that she did in game changers i mean she said in her interviews that she's looking to play a a psychological warfare game which which might work with the cast of game changers but you're not going to be able to really get inside the head of someone like a like a Tyson, like a Tony, like a Ewell. Mm. I mean, that, that psychological warfare so, thing is not going to work for how, her. However, with she oh. does
4: have Tony and Sandra on her on her team, one, two, both of which she played with in Game Changers. Yeah, but, Sandra, but Sandra's
1: the kind of person that's going to be like, you got me out, I get you
2: out. Sandra did say she still hasn't forgotten what Sarah did to her. <laughs> in her interview, <laughs> I'm not feeling good. So, but I need her. Yeah. So So let me just give my, I I just thought of the,
1: you know how her byline in, uh, not byline, slugline in uh, uh, Game Changer was last time I played like a cop, this Mm -hmm. time I'm playing like a criminal. Now that I hear that psychological warfare, it's like first time I played like a cop, then I played like a criminal, now I'm playing like a divorce lawyer. Is that good? That's yeah,
3: good. That's good. I, I thought I'd get a bigger pop, but yeah, okay. I, I, no, a Jason Linden type I pop. Had a, I, had a, I had a quip about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I was gonna say, uh I think this time she's going to play like a convenience store owner being robbed. <laughs> 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 she's gonna take out her gun and shoot someone. No, I think she's I don't think she's long for the game. She's to just be gonna honest. give up. Yeah. <laughs> at um, gunpoint,
2: done. Okay. Maybe she could battle back though. She's good at comps she she's is gonna she might be able physical. to edge back in, yeah um yeah, but no, like Jeremy's looking
1: at I mean edge. I think Tyson's gonna go for I don't know like looking at her tribe, I don't know who's but Sandra who's working with her Sandra you know? too though maybe Kim you have no Kim Kim put her at the top of her list too
4: yeah Kim. tony won. she's gonna she and Tony are gonna run the game together
2: the cops, cops Honestly, you have against the world you have tony on that tribe you have Sarah, I think that's the stronger tribe too, so I think they're gonna win a couple in a row. I'm hoping, um, Natalie but Anderson's they, on the other tribe. They also, if Sandra costs the competition or something like that, they might be like, "Well, you know what? Like, maybe we'll just eliminate we her eliminate, because she's won yeah. twice we and she's Sandra not that first, great at comps." Yeah. So if
1: they're smart, just get rid of Sandra first. Really? Yeah, so that's, that's what, what I'm saying. We'll talk more And about
2: Sarah later. might be able to spin that too. I think there's some big threats in there. Mm-hmm. Also, Amber's going to be a target just because Rob's in it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, she's going to
1: be the Rachel to the Tyson.
2: Type yeah. Girl. So, I think getting out the couples first might be a big Except move. Except Rob's to Rachel. <laughs> <And> Rob <laughs> we will go first. Br- we were on a break. Um, But I, I'm i happy with my two blue, two red split, and whoever I get goose-hegged with. I think it's going to be Boston Rob. I'm not sure. It's not going to be. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, So, we're good on Sarah. So, I'm <laughs> next. I'm going to go to the, get my first red. Somebody that I was thinking about getting earlier, but I'm glad I held off, and I think... Ryan would get her if I didn't take her now. I'm going with Sophie Clark. Oh, that's, wow. that's who I that's, thought you were
4: taking yeah. when you took That's not who Parvati. I would have chosen,
3: but that's a, that's a good pick.
4: Oh, it's not a good pick. She should have been the goose egg.
2: And, I mean... I know, I know what you think about her. I like her. Yeah. I
4: think she's super
2: smart. I think... Can you uh, erase that and just write Coach? <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's so <laughs> dumb
1: that you think Coach should have won that season. That is such a dumb... Uh
3: is horrible it boys? bad opinion. Honestly, it, it is a dumb opinion. I yes, I can confirm that's a very dumb opinion. I don't think anyone should have
4: should have won that season. <laughs> I think they should have canceled the season. Like they should have just been like, Oh no, what have we done? This is no and just skipped ahead to One World. Just had two I, One Worlds me, and had Queen two Kim wins.
3: Christine Shields Markowski was on that season. And she absolutely sort of should have won. I, I she yeah, should have. They should have sent she's Cochran. With Sabrina the, is or, uh, not. Sabrina in One World. Uh, yeah. Um,
4: yeah. See, it was so memorable. The,
1: what the a great season. The lady that calls Coach um, uh, uh, Chucky yeah. the Cheese. Chucky the Cheese jokes. <laughs> I ain't having it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Chucky the Cheese. Um, uh, well, so I like um yeah, tell us why I like Sophie for her um, final tribal council. But mostly for her podcasting, mm. the interview she's done, she does a great interview in the middle of the merge in Kageyan where Rob is saying, I think he's dumb. I think he's stupid. And, and Sophie says, no, this guy is going to win. People are underestimating him. They're going to they're going to think that he's Russell and he's going to just screw all of them. He's going to know exactly who to do. And, and then she coins the term voting block as well. She goes back. She says they're not, they're not playing in alliances. He's not going to keep in alliances. They're going to go back and forth every time. She she could tell. She can. She's so good at reading people. That's how she read Coach. That's how she read Albert. That's how she knew those were no the people one that take that take to read do.
2: Coach.
3: She absolutely read Coach, (laughs) and she watched Jack. And that's how
2: she
1: watched Jack and Jill (laughs) (laughs) by learning, learning the Um, Coach.
3: They were so good
0: at
1: that meat challenge. (laughs) Coach, Uh, honestly,
2: it was unfair because uh, they showed Jack and Jill, and it made Coach remember to stay loyal to family. (laughs) <laughs> and it really affected his game. <laughs> he would have backstabbed and Sophie so I love quick when if like, he didn't watch. I, I'll Joe.
1: admit it. I'm, I love Adam Sandler. I'm a big Adam Sandler. Fan.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm coming out.
1: I I love Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh, and she's and she taught and she uh, and in the middle of uh, David versus Goliath, she says it's not about big moves. It's not about making big moves. It's not about your resume. She's like, throw out that resume shit. It's not about that. It's about your story. It's about and. Uh, what, the story you can tell. And who goes on and win that, wins that season? It's Nick, the guy who's the story, not the guy who's the resume. Because in the end, he he had been blindsided more than Mike had, and Mike basically had the better resume, but Nick was the one with the better story from beginning, middle, end of this season. And so she's very good at clocking this stuff and being smart along the way.
4: I, and, I haven't listened to um, any of Sophie's podcasting, so I, I don't have an opinion on on that uh I just I just hate South Pacific as a season, and, and that makes my bias skew against Sophie wholeheartedly.
2: And she's another person that doesn't get confessionals in her own winning season. That's true. Mm-hmm. She's probably I don't know the stats yeah. on that, but she's one of the lowest confessionals. She has to be.
3: I'm I'm sort of of two minds. I really enjoy Sophie as a winner. Yeah, I know. You I like really her a lot. enjoy the way she played coach at that final tribal. <laughs> I enjoy off. the way she navigated her way through the game. <laughs> I don't think she will be an effective player in this cast. Yeah, 100%. she's a very direct player. We see her arguing with with Brandon, or uh, we see her arguing with Albert uh, because Albert wants to take Brandon out a little earlier, and and she really sits him down and says, "You stick to the direct path." You do what's easiest every time. No, you don't overcomplicate things. I think, things. but I
1: think in those moments she's playing like Kim, being like she's she's already weighed these options before Albert has. She knows what where the where the best way to go is. You know what I mean? She's not playing as in front as Kim was because somebody else was in front. Okay, there was there was coach in front, but really it's it's Albert and Sophie making those decisions. While yeah. What are you guys talking about? Beating the shit out of me or something over here? The yeah, we got we got a whisper crew. No,
4: no, no, nothing, nothing. Um, we're just talking about how bad your choice is.
1: Sophie's great, okay, and 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 I have the entire Survivor community behind me on
4: this. I think I think it's uh it's one thing to be a good podcaster and be a good speaker and be good at watching the game, and it's another. Thing, but she also won. Uh, she won that. the game. That's what
1: makes I, her good I, at the game. I, you I'm idiots. pretty sure she won. won the game. Uh, yeah. Sorry, what you think of her? But she actually won. You weren't actually there. Maybe the edit was showing you something that you because, because I wasn't oh, there. Coach and Ozzy are the fan favorites. We need to see But, but behind the scenes. Sophie is coach playing and the game.
2: won. Okay. He was there. I was there. You just clap your hands like a genie to hope One. that you would make it make it happen. Well, you did
3: turn into coach.
4: That is... Uh, <laughs> wow.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but Sophie's been chosen. Ryan's pick is about to happen. But I think we need another brief break. All right. I, I got to PA as well.
4: Yeah, just pause this. Make sure we save it, too.
2: And, uh We're back. Hope you didn't miss
4: all
1: us right. too much. Amber. Uh, all right. We um, missed you. Uh, so... Uh, I just so chose Sophie Clark, and it's up to Ryan.
3: Yes, for my 15th pick, someone who, honestly, I would have considered taking for my first pick. I think they're a phenomenal player. I am choosing Miss Michelle Fitzgerald from Survivor Co. Wrong. I think she's an ideal Alliance member. Sure, she plays an under-the-radar game. I think it's unfairly maligned in the community. Uh, I think she's... A good strategic player. I don't think she's the best strategic player out there. But I think when you look in terms of you're looking around you on the tribe, who do I want to work with going forward? It's Michelle. And I think she's an underrated physical threat as well. I think she makes it deep, deep into this game.
2: I actually thought you were going to choose her first. What could go wrong? (laughs) <laughs> oh you're cute you might want to drop her now yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> i'll trade I, you kim i, I
3: really <laughs> did i really did think about taking her first but i thought uh maybe the three of you would leave her this late and uh really happy to get her yeah. really happy to get her I, uh, I,
1: I i i have not watched that season in a long time and i just remember being like really flabbergasted by the whole thing and obviously i have my sort of like thoughts about it it's it's the one season where I really have to struggle to see why she won. <laughs> to be I, for whatever reason, like I love Sophie Clark, but I can't I can't really wrap my head around them. Who would you have sh- voted for in the end? Yeah, oh, I wasn't there, so I don't. But why know. do you have the, to they, struggle
2: to figure it out? Because but I don't the, have because, because this story it's wrong for me to struggle to figure out Sophie.
1: No, oh, I I I burned. think it's more about the st- uh, the editing the editing than it is about like um what
2: about Sophie's editing she's barely even shown in the season but
1: i I, I was able to figure out sophie's I, I, she's he,
4: less confessionals
1: than rick mm-hmm. she no does, she doesn't she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah, she rick does. has she doesn't. far fewer confessions uh, rick is I, like seven I, but uh, but i'm Stacey, i've, I've come down amazing. i've come down on like i i do really like michelle and i i mm-hmm. think that she's charming and all this stuff but i just like she she, she just didn't stick in my mind a lot um uh, and her, i can't i can't think of her game very much right now and it's been a few years since I watched that season so i, I that's would, that's yeah. why that's why i she had she wasn't on my radar for the season but i know that she has like a very a great smile and you know people really liked talking to her and you know and that yeah. scott loved her
3: scott loved her uh she <laughs> scott she, and jason for she played a reason. she played a great social game i mean uh, and and that's the, with and notoriously these, the hardest to edit you know absolutely and as with many of these these winners the thing that she did that was so impressive is she looked around her at who she was playing with and she read the room and she figured out you know the path of least resistance to to make it to the end in such a way where she left a lot of people on the jury who who really liked her and, and who office- were excited to vote
1: mm-hmm. for her. officer joe ate too much meat <laughs>
4: <laughs> and and i think uh, i i also think ty is more excited to root for michelle than he is any of the people he played game changers with I, I was reading the one the, I har- I've hardly looked into any preseason stuff, but the I've read a couple interviews with previous players talking about their winners. I think it's on Inside Survivor. Inside Survivor. Um, so I, th- and I think and I think in was about Michelle and uh, he was he was he's rooting for her, you and Ty.
3: Absolutely.
2: Uh, and we know uh, there's some Wendell sitch going on. That's true. Yeah. She's
3: got Wendell Upside.
0: Uh, she yeah. has big Wendell Upside. Oh, she she and Wendell will be dating But do they
1: meet on Edge of this? Extinction or do they meet on the Swap Tribe or the Mertz Tribe or what do we know? <sighs>
3: I think or they met, met before this season.
1: But, but when did they get together? Did they meet know. before the season? Were they yeah,
3: together? they were they were t- they were were a couple before this season you, filmed. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I was wondering if she was going to make I him I thought it Edge was this Extinction. big scoop
4: that I found when p- per- parsing through uh, Survivor's mm. cameos and saw that... Michelle almost gives it away, and then Wendell's
3: like, nope, we're alive. Can't do that." No, I right. I can tell you from being an obsessive Michelle stan that <laughs> she and Wendell got together before the filming of this season. Interesting. Nice. I, I I don't know if they're still together. I I don't want to you know. Say she anything wins challenges I take back.
1: too, right? In her season, she wins challenges. She wins. She, she, she yeah, wins she the wins, vote out a jury challenge. Yeah.
3: yeah, and that's one of the things that seals the game for her. I mean, you could say that. You know that twist was unfair, or, or what have you. But well, uh, Neil she really says made she's, the most She's
1: suckling on the teeth, that's for sure.
4: <laughs> Is that what Neil says? <laughs> he does. Like that. That's someone I, who I'd uh, like to see come back. I, I, I think uh, he sealed his fate. I, when I he like said that suckling on the teeth. Yeah. yeah,
2: and I liked the vote out of a jury member. Eh, yeah.
4: I liked it. I just think it's, it's like kind of stupid. It's kind of it's it's kind of mean to the to the jury member who's so excited to be a jury member. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a, ho- a little hokey as well. Yeah, well, having a whole tribal conflict just for that. Would you think that if it was Scott that? that was voted out?
3: I I probably still would, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm I I am someone who doesn't like when twists interfere with the mechanics of the way the game normally works. Hmm. So I'm not a big Redemption Island fan. I'm not a big Edge of Extinction fan or voting out a juror or what have you. What about uh, fire tokens? Fire <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what I love about fire tokens. <laughs> They had a whole new layer of duplicity to the game. I was actually thinking the same thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I've been meaning to speak on fire tokens for, for quite some time. For quite some while.
4: <laughs> um, I, think, I think Michelle is a nice addition to a Fantasizer team,
2: but I don't see especially her Especially this late. Honestly, I think this is the best late pick.
1: She could be a no-vote yeah. finalist as well. She's the kind of person that I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of winners wouldn't respect her win.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's move on. Chris, you got two picks in a row. It snakes I, to you. I do. And did, did your... Oh, your Ethan pick got picked. My got Ethan picked.
4: pick got picked. However, I was between three people uh, when I chose Adam. Was thinking about Adam, Ethan, or this person. Similar archetype um and i know and i am pretty thrilled that i get to add this person on my team that i got to i added them on my team when we did fantasizer that year and they were the winner it is nick wilson
2: Mm -hmm. right yeah notably i won that season so that's why i didn't choose him first overall before we go
1: i mean this is you know whatever but um you notoriously have picked the first boot a bunch of times.
4: I have. I've picked the first boot and the winner generally every fantasizer. So you except got, for last time. You one. got
1: Brockton Ron.
4: I got brockton Ron. I didn't get the winner last time. The first I boot <laughs> stayed. But the I still ship. got the first boot. Uh I've I've gotten the first boot um in ev- like the last five seasons they've been on my team.
1: I bring this up because just in my head, for whatever reason, I couldn't. I as soon as they uh, shot the, showed the promo in my head, I was like, "Nick's first. Either Nick or Adam are first. It, it I whatever got them both, whoever baby. whoever goes to tribal. I mean, I I could be have my head up my ass on this, but that's just been in my head. It's either Nick or Adam that goes home first. Well, we know
2: they it's one of Chris's team, same. so it's either his next pick, Nick or Adam, because I think Yule and uh, Kim stay a little bit longer. It could be Yule. I don't think Yule's don't first boot um
3: you you get to choose the ream of this season oh you yeah get to choose I picked who ream. gets to be the I lesser thought, ream
4: oh i thought ream would get so many confessional points that that would, but at least i didn't pick keith so yep <laughs> church boy 93 i think his instagram <laughs> is it
3: is it absolutely is. <laughs> come
4: on lord give me a sign come on god me, come on god. god give me a sign that's different than this literal <laughs> sign right in front of me come on god <laughs> Oh. So uh Nick uh he, his his season was uh so recent um, so good. Everyone yeah, probably top 5 season. baby. Top 5 baby.
2: I mean <laughs> not that one
4: Tony where are you <laughs> oh Tony that was that was your best move not erratic at all very <laughs> well thought baby. out <laughs>
1: I'll
2: admit that was a bad move
3: <laughs> you gotta wonder why he built a spy shack if he's constantly announcing himself from
2: it but we still haven't
3: found out where he is
2: yeah we don't know He's we could
4: fi- uh, follow the mic wire but oh <laughs> uh, no we'll let him have yeah, it. it it's
3: plugged into the
1: soundboard <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> Um. Yeah. But Nick. Nick's is a great win. I mean, he has a he has a great story. He he would have gone first if uh, Pat hadn't been evac I think. I I mean, it, it's up in the air whether he would have gone first or not. But um, he had a real good chance of going home first, and he was able to form these great relationships. Uh, his naming the alliances is really charming and a fun thing to do. Um, I think Nick has a lot of fun with the game, and I mm-hmm. think uh, fun bonds people in a way that is kind of uh, intangible. And if you're having fun, like if you're having fun with somebody and you're sharing these little moments and these little like inside jokes, you're going to be more likely to to continue to work with them and to and to And to continue with them down the road,
2: Nick was almost a first boot before this could be like final destination, and it will catch up with <laughs> him now <laughs> I,
1: what I, what I'll say but what I'll bring up about Nick is just like I think he gets a little emotional at times and and it pisses people off like. When, oh, when heading into his final like, few, yeah, days, when yeah. Davy and gets blindsided, Carl gets blindsided. I think when he blindsides Jess, I think he throws Gabby under the bus a, in, in a kind of a a, a a slimy kind of wormy type way. I think us watching back and a lot of these people on this season watching back, kind of, we can kind of be like, yeah, he won, but he's kind of a weasel. You know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm. I like his win and stuff, but I also I'm like I don't know if I would play with him. You know what I mean? I don't want to piss this kid off.
4: You know who wants to play with him? Queen Sandra. She does. I think so. Or that's what Reddit. Reddit's just pushing that Sandra and Nick are going to be this
2: power duo. <laughs> <laughs> Which My I pick. am. I am all here for. Which, did Which they for your pull two p- names out of a hat. <laughs> 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 for your second pick, you should double down on
4: that power duo. It's because he's uh, little JT, and they want to see Sandra and JT. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Um right, right. so speaking that's of that's not
1: based on spoilers, right? No, no,
4: okay. I no, I don't think so. I think that they just they yeah. just like the pairing and like the uh the, the speculation. Funny. Um
2: there's two people on these four left that I'm just licking my chops at and I know that I'm not gonna get them. Either of them? <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, I'll tell you one who you're not licking your chops about, but I who's going to be my next
2: pick. I appreciate this very much. Uh,
4: no problem. Uh, I know Cody doesn't rate this winner very highly, and uh, I don't know if a lot of people do, but I think um, I think he's better than. Amber, Sandra, and Rob, so we're going with Ben, baby. I was
2: actually licking my chops at Ben. Were you licking your chops at Ben? Yeah. I was licking my chops at Ben too. Oh, I was hoping maybe. I was
1: also hoping to get Ben out of that for you.
4: <laughs> That's great. Um I, I I was hoping to get Ben actually from the beginning on my team. I thought you were talking about Sandra to me. No, I I wish <laughs> I, I wish I could pick Sandra. Um I don't wish I could pick Amber or Rob, but I wish I could pick Sandra. But I think the, the, the person has to be Ben um i ben was somebody who i did want on my team from the beginning i think he he has a good win and i think the fact that he found a lot of idols i don't know if anybody's gonna care about in fiji In Fiji, where they are oh well it's
1: like an advantage
4: yeah that is an advantage that i didn't even he knows the area he knows the area he's gonna have it already all mapped out the hiding spots he'll just have an idol every episode i'll get five points every episode until the end of the season, when he comes in third, but like who cares? It's <laughs> I'll, five take points in I'll take perpetuity those. perpetuity yeah. every week. Yeah.
3: Um.
4: Ben. Ben. Not a lot. Of heroes. Hustlers. Uh. Hum humdingers.
2: <laughs> heroes, hustlers, and humdingers. Um, Horse some need, whisperers. Something like I need that. that. Season. Oh, uh, <laughs> LJ. J's in there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um. That was his season uh,
1: Sarah, Sierra Don Thomas.
4: He oh fan favorite game changer Sierra Don Thomas. I was Sarah telling Racer. Ryan
2: I was telling Ryan today that I'd like it to be 19 winners in Sierra Del- <laughs> Don Thomas. <laughs> Well, she... <laughs> no she,
1: bus uh, and Rob. Instead, Sierra <laughs> Don Thomas. That would be better, to be honest.
4: You demanded it. She's back. <laughs> she's just... She's constantly wearing a photograph of Joe around her neck, like an 8x11. She's 11. literally <laughs>
1: carrying her Joe on her back. <laughs> um,
4: I think Ben's win is... I mean, it's the first time... It's a little controversial. It's the first time we saw the fire challenge. He basically played idle. He's, his social game wasn't that great because he... People wanted him out at seven, six, and five, and, and at four, but then he won the fire challenge into the final. Um, but they wanted him out because he was a big threat, and because he was likable, and because uh, he had a good story. And arguably, Chrissy played a better game on that season, I agree. and I agree. Ben still destroyed her.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, Devin also played a, a better game no. in that season.
4: No, Ryan loves de- de- replace us. on Thomas with Devon, and you got Ryan Quinn on board. He'll... I will choose
3: five Devons. He'll he'll fund it himself. <laughs> Wait, Rick
5: Devons.
2: <laughs> I'll
3: choose four Devin Pintos and one Rick Devons. <laughs> I
2: I like the Ben pick, and I like it this late too. I'm surprised um, that this it's this late. Ben uh, Ben and Nick. I think people were scared of the risk, perhaps, mm-hmm. but. I think Ben could go really deep. I mean, he is a threat because of the being an idol finder, and I think people will want to weed those people out right away, especially like an Ethan Zahn that doesn't know idols. Um, Yeah, but
1: his wife hid idols in the
2: forest for him That's true In the interview he said that uh, To prepare his wife hid idols in the forest That's amazing
4: Honestly, if I had known that I would have picked Ethan over Adam (laughs) Just because I think that story is amazing That's the reason why I picked Carl Just for the the gif of him (laughs) Tooting his horn while driving a log truck Uh,
5: (laughs) I'm just joshing with you I'm not
1: driving a truck right now I'm in Fiji Yeah, and then goes
4: No, just kidding I fooled you uh, Hi, what, my name's Carl. What a terrible <laughs> pick, Carl was, but that's the reason I picked him, and I would have picked Ethan the Godfather for that. himself. And uh, speaking the of somebody with, the, Carl, with a
1: great story, look, Ben had a great story.
4: Ben had a great story, and, ben and, had a and terrific story. And I remember watching the season and really rooting for Ben, and being that was one of a that was a great heartbreaking moment where he puts the U upside down in the final challenge, mm-hmm. where they have to spell out they have to spell out um, heroes hustlers. Uh and it's the it's a slowly walking back with a rope while keeping your your letters stable, and he puts the u upside down and he gets back to the mat and he's done he did it, but the u is upside down so he doesn't win immunity and then it all goes goes to hell for him there and that's at final four where you know everyone's been gunning for him, mm-hmm. and then he's saved by the fire making twist, which is. Ah, uh, You know, you could go you could talk about the farming twist for a long time, but I, I remember I remember watching that and feeling that heartbreak in a way that I hadn't felt in, in like a lot of story arcs prior. Um, so it just shows how how much Ben popped uh, like Jason Linden and uh, mm-hmm. fan of the
2: show. Fan of the podcast. Um,
1: he didn't respond to my Instagram message.
2: <laughs> oh, not, not you know who anymore? does follow uh, Merge Boot now? And I'd like to uh, call her out. She follows on Instagram. Uh, one of my favorite players of Jizzy all time. Juicy Rollenberg.
1: Ju- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Julie Roles- Rosenberg. Oh.
2: Juicy. Ju- Ju- <laughs> Honestly, Ju- 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 Julie. Ju- Cody, Cody,
4: Julie, if you're listening, um, Cody talks about you so much off the air. You are probably one of his favorite, favorite players. Every chance he gets, he says you were robbed and he he would have voted I, for you so many times. I talk
2: about her on my other podcast that has nothing to do with Survivor. <laughs> first, I, that's first true.
3: round draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. I chose her yep.
2: first overall yep. and won. That's true. <laughs> that's karma. Yeah, that is karma. I stick by Julie Rosenberg. Till the end, she should be in this season.
4: Replace Devin Pinto with Julie Rosenberg, and yeah. Cody's funding the season. Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, back to Ben. Um,
4: yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to have Ben on my team. I didn't think I was going to get him on my team, and uh,
2: and I'm very happy. I uh, yeah, Let's I th- dropped those Ben bombs, baby. I think that's a great. Honestly, Nick and Ben,
3: that's a great final two picks. Oh yeah,
4: I'm yep. I'm thrilled with my team, Kim and the boys.
5: I, I
3: I think the they both could
1: be first one out. To be honest, they both you, could. You have you have three potential first one. I've out got a lot
4: head. of risks, yeah. but a lot of reward. Uh,
1: I I'm I'm putting my money on you having the, the first boot. I mean, you're it's definitely it's right that I've
4: got the first place finisher.
2: It's tradition for Chris <laughs> to have the first boot. I I hope I I hope I don't because I like all these people, but... Right, That's Ryan. why I chose Sarah, was so you didn't choose her and she wouldn't be first uh, boot. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Ryan, who would you want to go, go next? All right, right,
3: we got three players left. I'm not thrilled about the chances for any of the three of them, but of the three of them, I'm going to take Boston Rob. Wow.
4: That's not who I would have picked.
3: That is who I picked, though, in wow. fact. Uh, I know, I know Rob's downside that, you know, it took him the four tries to win. Um, he was playing against, uh, nearly children yeah. when he won. Um, but I still think the camera loves him. He will get confessionals yeah. for as long as he's on in the game and, off edge. and, and on edge as well. Uh, I think he's handy enough in the first couple stages of the game in terms of building camp and in terms of being a challenge asset. He's great at puzzles. He's great at puzzles. Yeah. I mean, they're going to keep him around. for. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> noticed that, but he is good at puzzles. He's uh. very good at puzzles. <laughs> 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 I remember, was it he tried to throw the puzzle in? Uh, oh, no, they threw the puzzle on him on uh, Redemption Island. Yeah, what's his mm. name? Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a to, to get Russell David in. Murphy. David Murphy. <laughs> David Murphy. Yeah. It's the, in that, like the worst acting I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but Second, you, you saw South Pacific, right? Yeah, the Aussie, worst acting is Aussie in uh, South oh, yeah, Pacific. Oh,
4: yeah. uh, you know, and Cochrane pulled out his idol. With that idol? Uh, oh, come and on. And it just made me so mad, but now it's fueled my fire. And uh, I know somebody knows, so I'm going to switch. So don't worry. Uh, I'm going to the other side, and I'm just targeting Cochrane now. And you
3: can you oh, see facial expression there is hilarious. Everyone you, uh, uh, listen, I think I think Rob is not the best pick of this whole list, of course. But he's probably uh, the eighteenth best. Pick. <laughs> I would say I would say Rob is the let's say sixteenth best pick Ooh. of this thing. I think Rob uh, a good pick. He's going to get confessionals. Pick, yes. He's going to win challenges. I don't think he goes that far into the game, but he's going to speak a lot.
2: Rob is going to describe Edge better than anyone else. Um, He is going to be just really about Edge of Extinction.
3: (laughs) Why are you crying? You don't know where you're from.
4: See, I my thing about Rob is I kind of disagree. People come disagree. to edge and he teaches them lessons. <laughs> he's like, here, I'm not going to come back in the game. He makes the rule. He thinks he's on Island of the Idols. And he's like, now listen, Sandra and I, we can't be in the game, but we're here to mentor you. People get to the Edge of it. Have you heard about these fire tokens?
3: <laughs> he is going to turn that shipwreck into a functioning pirate ship within a week and a half. I'll With, tell you that. Just one pirate it's his token. head. It's his head. <laughs> it's his head.
4: Um I think I think Rob though. I think we we just saw we saw we've seen enough of Rob on season 39. Oh they're going to pound he us was, into the
2: ground with Rob. He
4: was the biggest pop. And so I don't know if we'll see and I think the reason for Rob being on season 39 is so that we don't have to see him that much in season 40 because he is so iconic, right? Like everybody everybody thinks about him and knows him. Um but I don't think we're going to see him that much. And uh, I'm fine with that.
1: Okay, so I'm next. Uh, there's only two left, and I'm going to go with a dark horse we haven't seen in a while. I'm going to go with Amber. Wow, that's yeah. who that's, I am.
3: Taken aback.
4: That's who I thought you were going to pick, Ryan. That's who I would have picked if I were I, picking 18th.
1: I think. I think. I really don't think that Sandra has much of a shot at all, and I think Amber. There, there's maybe there's a bunch like if dr Strange's going through all in his head and like how many ways to win i think sandra has one out of you know 50 billion and out of 50 billion amber has like you know 70
4: you know uh,
3: ways I, I to would win. give her four
4: out of 50 billion
1: yeah yeah around four well it's more than sandra
4: i mean i don't see any i think amber has zero in in, in how to win Unless, you're not dr strange unless rob's on the jury and is the only member left because everyone else quit um <laughs> but i well, i th- I still think she's win, a better pick think, than rob because i think because she's I think maybe she's, going far i think what she's what I mean? gonna fly under the radar and i think for the same reason we were talking about michelle and i and a few of these other people is that people will want to bring her to the finals because no one really respects her game unfortunately yeah, I, d- I just She's don't... been overshadowed by Rob this whole time and now this is her time to shine. That's what I think mm-hmm. her story arc is going think, to yeah, be. Yeah, I think yeah. And I think Amber's going to get more screen time than Rob and I think Amber's a better pick than Rob.
2: <sighs> and just like that I got the person I've been against since we started this podcast. That's
1: part of the reason I chose Amber here, (laughs) is because it's just so sweet
3: to me that you have Sandra. You don't like Sandra? Look at that albatross around your neck.
1: Of course he doesn't. He's the biggest contrarian in Survivor podcasting right now. Okay,
2: well... In in, in the history of Survivor podcasting. Here's why I just chose Sandra.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Explain your pick to us.
2: Edge of Extinction... Rob was the one talking all the time. Everyone yep. was like, "Why isn't Sandra talking?" I it's agree. because she's got a lot in her for this season. Yeah.
4: Sandra's a better player than she is a mentor in terms of in terms of really shining on screen.
2: So, how much do I hate that Sandra and Sarah are probably going to be on different sides on the same tribe? I'm going to lose one of them, guaranteed. This is going to be terrible. And (laughs) and if I lose my favorite over... (sighs) No, no, no. Kim's going to (laughs) win. This is why I chose Sandra. (laughs)
1: Okay. Are we good on Sandra? Do we need to talk about
3: what what we... There's one thing I want to say about Sandra. And it's that in her interviews she said, this time I'm not going to play the anybody but me strategy. I'm excited to go out there and make aggressive moves and... So that couldn't changes. be a a worse idea for Sandra. No. Um, so I I think, uh, yeah, Sandra has a zero percent chance.
2: This is why I chose Sandra. Uh, <laughs>
4: um, I would have. I mean, I would have picked Sandra over Rob. To be honest, though, I think Rob would have been. Rob was my twentieth. Yeah. Rob, Rob was the person. No, Sophie was my twentieth,
2: and then Rob was my nineteenth.
1: Yeah, I I think I, I'm choosing Amber out of the three of them any day. But uh, that's who
2: I was hoping would get dumped on me. No, yeah. no chance. I was going Ben or Amber.
1: So let's let's so to to close out the episode, I want to just list the people we have off the top, and then I want to go around and all of us say our our picks. We don't have to explain them, and they don't have to be on your team. Blah blah blah. Our picks for first boot, merge boot, and winner. Uh, So, but let's first. Uh, you, Chris, why don't you just go tell us what your team is, and then tell us your picks for first boot, Brut merge, Bruton and winner.
4: Well, so we're we're uh you're hearing the best team first because I have Kim, Yule, Adam, Nick, and Ben. Feast your ear holes on those popsicles. A little bit of a sexist. Kim and the boys. Kim and the boys. Kim and the boys. Um, I am so happy. You could have at least team.
2: chose uh. Sandra over uh Nick, nah,
1: okay, guys, we've been going for like an hour forty so let's let's beat
4: this up. um
2: my my first
4: boot is going to be it's Sandra it's one of yours Sandra, merge boot, just off the top uh, of your head no my first first m- boot first boot's, boot's povertyity, okay, merge boot is jeremy. And winners Cam.
3: Okay, I'm pretty happy with my team. I've got, uh, I've got Tyson. I've got Tony. I've got Danny Boatwright. I've got Michelle, and I've got Boston Rob. Not the worst team. That's a pretty damn good team, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say first boot Sophie. I'm going to say merge boot Jeremy. Winner Tyson.
2: Wow. Uh, so I have Wendell, Natalie Anderson. Denise, Sarah, and Sandra—pretty great team, right? It's like a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good.
1: Okay, and your and
2: uh, first boot is uh, going to be one of uh, <laughs> one of Chris's here. Um, That's a good bet. I'm gonna go with first boot being Ben. Um, and then merge boot. I'm going Yule.
3: No. And you then
2: could. winner, I'm going. First time ever, I've chosen the winner. I'm going Wendell. Nice. Okay. Um, uh, my
1: uh, my team goes as so: Jeremy Parvati, uh, Ethan Zahn, and then Sophie Clark, and then Amber Mariano. I think my, you've got the second
4: best team. Thank you.
1: My first, really? boot, I think the first boot is going to be Adam.
4: No. Um,
1: the merge boot, I think, will be Danny Boatwright. And uh, my winner pick, it's either Jeremy or Natalie. I'm going to go, since he was uh, he's on my team, I'm
2: going to go with Jeremy. Wow, we all picked our winner picks. Um, That's exciting. I want to know, you said how awful Sophie is of, of a pick. Yep. Amber's not a great pick. Amber's a good pick. Parvati. Oh, Parvati's tough i and you think
4: that joel's team's the
2: second best
4: yeah i like his team i don't know what to tell you even with sophie on it that should tell you i actually think that amber is a great pick i didn't pick her but i think she's gonna i think she's gonna be the surprise of the season i agree <laughs>
2: <laughs> well right i almost got her
1: ryan thank you so much for coming on the podcast for the of first course, time. Of course happy to be here yeah of course uh, i'm i'm glad we got you on finally and uh uh, I'm ready. I can't wait to win uh, this uh, fantasizer once again for the second season in a row.
4: Oh, come well, on. They, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, so, when are we drafting for Australian All Stars? Which starts February 3rd. You guys
3: can do your own fucking d- thing with that. So 30 people. Chris and I will be starting an Australian All Stars podcast pretty soon. Called yeah. the merge Boat, mate. Mage Beat.
4: Mate. <laughs> 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 Mage beat. Mage Bay. That's Australian. Uh,
1: all right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe. Um, tell your friends about this shit. Um, follow us on Instagram, Merge Boot Podcast, uh, and uh, uh, Twitter as well. So, um, Or if you see us
4: on the street. G- give us a nice
1: slap on the barbie. All right. Um, s- <laughs> <laughs>
4: Don't slap my barbecue. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that, that's very expensive. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: Uh, bye, everybody. Thank you.